Welcome to Nerdvana, where we align your nerd chakra and Mercury is always in retro geek with your hosts, Patty Cakes and Johnny Discotech. Patty, how are you doing today? I'm okay, Johnny. What's popping with you? What's popping? Oh, what's popping? <laughs> today, I actually waited in line at the uh, at the Nintendo store in New York City. Uh, I got there at eight thirty or eight fifteen, and I was expecting the store to open at nine. But today, they opened at ten, so I was waiting there until then. But I got a switch. I was like the sixteenth per- person in line. And I got myself a Nintendo Switch and some games, and I'm very excited about that. I did see your post. That's pretty swanky, but I didn't know that you had to stay in line for a Switch still. Well, it's Nintendo's being artificially making this this video game system like more popular than it should be by by playing games with my heart. You know, yeah, quit playing games with my. Anyways, <laughs> I I just figured like it's just. I don't even want to look at anything because it's totally pulling on my nostalgia heartstrings, so I'm not... Oh, but the graphics are way better. They're not nostalgia heart graphics, you know, so... And also, there's that new... The new talk of the Super Nintendo coming back. They have that little, like, uh... Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Although, yeah. I still have my SNES upstairs. It still works. Yeah, you don't need that crap they're bringing out. I you do. got the real deal. I do, because I want to... I think you can hook it up to, like, your, uh your new like your regular the new tvs now like if you were to hook up a super nintendo to your tv with like eight like you know like oh yeah the quality is just fucking awful garbage and it and i can't find an adapter like the adapter that i do have doesn't work so really what if i find you an adapter oh my god that's awesome i do see that you have sequestered to our our listeners to buy um i'm assuming you not really me because Star Wars memorabilia. Yeah, well, you're gonna want it soon too. It's gonna be our, you know, one day when our when our subscribers love us so much and give us uh, the benefits of our our hard work, we have a studio. It can be in our studio. So that, that's that's the rad. goal. I'd be fine with <laughs> coffee. I mean, anything for free. Yeah, you know, uh, sure. Coffee? Oh, nice. But if we're gonna be getting a studio, we might as well have a life size Darth Vader in the studio. <laughs> On the cool side is we could actually do a studio. Maybe. Yeah. How? I don't know. We'll figure let's, that offline. Let's talk we'll... about that. That's a that's an <laughs> interesting topic you bring up. Anyways, if we do do that, I actually have quality professional mics, and uh, we won't need to be using the mics we use now. We could be using, like, real deal oh, studio mics like your so friends. Nice. Yeah, and speaking of which, I actually am using a new mic today. I, yeah, I, I opted it's... for the Blue Snowball, and I know everyone does that. I'm a little clogged up vocally and nasally i have sinus issues so i sound kind of like a jewish brownie like if uh, like i feel i sound like my cousins <laughs> were half brown half jewish a little bit nice hindus hindus i don't know if they're hindu yeah. i don't know they're well whatever they're half brown and half jew they're they're hindus <laughs> even if they're muslim they're hindus yeah so before we even start into our topic i do want to just say Thanks to everybody who has been retweeting us and sending us comments and Snapchatting us and all oh, these yeah. really cool stuff. And everyone who wants to be a guest, I am totally making a list. So we're getting all of our shit together, so to speak. And 
you know, we're going to get all official. Like, we're already official. Johnny got us the website, um, nerdvana.nyc. We're going to be super swanky and get our logo soon and be on iTunes. So Yeah, and, and Google Play. Um, oh, my God. It's a lot. And I have another, I have another uh, a side note, um, a correction from last week's episode. My sister was uh, listening to the episode, and she was like, you guys are saying it raw. So Farhan Khan, Farhan Khan is not the actor from Rock On. It's his, it's, I think it's, she said it was his father, and I'm going to get knocked again, but whatever it is, his name is Farhan Akhtar. That's the guy from oh, the movie Rock I just on. remember Farhan. I don't know the last name, man. I yeah, mean, I, Bollywood actors should not have last names. Hello, Reka. If you want to be amazing... Maduri. the one exactly bam that's it <laughs> Ashwarya. i mean i don't really like her too much like i don't really like her but you know what i'm saying like that's what makes a bollywood star yeah you, you gotta have, have the one name thing that's it yeah but yeah sorry like me johnny <laughs> well sorry johnny's sister who's listening and we were totally wrong but thank you for correcting us i appreciate it <laughs> other than that she loves it so that's good awesome so yeah we're going to talk about, well, we actually ended up seeing the Wonder Woman movie. Not together, but we found Correct. I saw it, like, right after it came out. But you took your time. You've seen it finally. For everybody who's listening, spoilers. Um, we're going to have spoilers in this episode. If you have not seen the movie, go watch the movie right now. Right now. Anyways. Well, you can listen to our podcast and then go watch it. And decide yeah, whatever. if you want to watch it anyway. You know what I mean? So, uh, tell me your initial thoughts. So, obviously this entire thing is a spoiler. So we already did our whole, like, spiel, right? So yeah. I just feel like, as a typical South American kid, I just feel like when you say the word Amazon, I just automatically think, you know, they're coming from the Amazon forest. That's just That's what age. you think. That's what and I And I agree with you. I see what you're coming from. But Amazon exists before the Amazon jungle from the Greeks. I just assume they come from Amazonia, which is the jungle, and then I don't know why their accents were the way they were, and I'm not sure why Claire from House of Cards was in it. And then <laughs> she ended up dying early, and we just start, We're my partner and I, he's like, oh, why is Claire here? And I'm like, I don't know. And then she dies, and we're like, she probably went, to, I tell him, I'm like, oh, she died. See, like, she probably had to go film, like, the next season. And yeah. I don't know why that was so funny to me, but her accent was really weird. I don't know. I just, I don't assume like Amazons would have that type of accent. I was, I was expecting a little bit more diversity in the sense of like what their accents were. I don't know what I was expecting. I'm not expecting like, you know, some janked up Jamaican accent or something. All I'm saying. But that's is interesting. I, I never even thought about that because you're right. The Amazon jungle is in South America, but... The concept of the Amazonians existed before they even discovered the Americas, which comes from the Greeks. So oh. that's an interesting thing. I never thought about people who may not know the history of the, the Greek Amazonians that actually come from South America. That's that's pretty cool, actually. I, I did know, like, I mean, reading the comic books when I was growing up, I think my mind also just thwarted, like, not, I wouldn't say thwarted, like, there's just certain things that resonate with you a certain way, and I just recognize that word like Amazon and this is what I had in my mind and in my mind I made up this whole like different other universe and it's kind of like what I usually do with a lot of stuff that I like with like my my science fictions and stuff like that 
when you read it yeah yeah the way that it just like reads to you and i feel that although yes there's a lot of greek mythos i feel like i don't know why i would think their accents was that way because if they did speak almost every language why would you have a greek accent wouldn't you enunciate the words completely well well, I mean, technically speaking, Gal Gadot doesn't have her Greek accent. She has an Israeli accent, she right? Do- yeah, I'm talking about the other Amazons because it was confusing. Like, you know, I, I'm sorry. I don't remember what Claire, who, and I don't even know her real name, to be honest with you. Was she know. the trainer? Yes. Okay. She. That's, you know that she's from, I, I'm pretty sure now, my the audience members, I'm the, I should fact check this, but I think she's also from The Princess Bride. Maybe. That's not something I would know, but I'm so glad that you do, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, that's well I'm the, the I'm the I'm the nerd part of the nerdvana. And you're the Vana part of the nerdvana. The Vana? What does that even mean? Am I spiritual? I don't know. Does yeah, you're mean... spiritual. You're Guyanese, that's all I know. Oh. Does that mean like I keep <laughs> us like centered? Because that's total yeah. shit. You keep me centered. That's good to know. But um, I'm looking that up right now, Princess Bride. Um, she might be. I mean, I want to say yes, but then there's probably three people going, that's the wrong white person. But Right, fair enough. You know how I'm always mixing them all up together. I, yes, that is it. It is. It's the Princess Bride the, lady. She was the grandma in Princess Bride? Not the grandma. She was the, the trainer, the one that dies. Oh, my gosh. So she was but, not. Princess Buttercup. Oh. Okay, I've never seen the movie, so I don't... Wait a minute. For real? I haven't. The Princess we're gonna Bride? We're going to have to remedy that. Okay. Maybe. Is it with that chick? Um... Fuck. It's with Claire. It was... So, okay, but it was this, like, younger girl. She was in another... I, we'll just talk about it later, but I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Okay. Um... So that was your initial thoughts, that the Amazonians were just... Not how you expected them to no, be. I, I wanted... No, not at all. I thought they were beautiful women, very strong, fierce as fuck, training like crazy. Knowing a little right. bit about Wonder Woman and her background, like graphic novel-wise, from what I remember. I'm going by mm-hmm. my old lady brain, right? That, right. yeah, that, you know, uh, you know the, the child that is Wonder Woman, that grows up to be Wonder Woman, is obviously half demigod you know, right. and part Amazon, and that's why she's so fierce, and she's known as the god killer, right? Or god slayer. I forgot what word they actually used. Mm-hmm. But I I do remember, like, you know, her being super ego, su- super eager to learn how to, to fight and stuff like that, because she was only the only child in the entire island of a bunch of, like, thousands and thousands and thousands of Amazons. Now... I think, so my question is, is that they've constantly been training every day. Like, every day they get up. Every, like, it seems that way. Like, every day they get up, they train. That's all they do. They just train. There's really nothing else that they, like, I'm assuming there's other. There's no know, men, so they're not doing that. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they may be doing that because there's lots of women and they're all beautiful, so. They can have sex with each other. That's what I'm saying. And pleasure yeah. themselves. I mean, clearly they didn't mind that. And if you watch the movie, like they think that human, uh, like, what do you call it? Uh, the word I'm thinking of, um, modesty, is silly. It is silly though, and they're right. It is. Yeah. 
Because if you're comfortable, I mean, but then again, I, if I was a woman, like an Amazon woman, I'd be comfortable as fuck in my body too. Like you'd be super hot, super strong, super like everything (laughs) completely like almost indestructible. You know what I mean? I riding horses and doing backflips and shit and catching shields and stuff. Oh, so speaking of shields, remember the part where her boyfriend, I, I'm so horrible with names, but the guy that she falls in love with. Chris Pine, the actor. She, Chris Pine. She falls in love with this guy, and then... Um, sort of. She doesn't really fall in love with him, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Though. Right? The guy, right? That she, like, has a relationship with. The guy who with. changes her mind about humanity. And penis, I guess. And, well, yeah, and introduces her to the wonderful world of phallic. Right, because they did sleep with each other, but I didn't know why that was such a well, big they, deal. They, they, that part of the movie, yeah, I'm going to say... That part of the movie was unnecessary. I don't think it needed to happen to show the fact that there was a connection there. I think that was just added in because Hollywood, etc. I do think so, because I, I do want to add to that, that little, like, just to add a little bit on that. It's just that, why would a woman not want, like, know how to please herself or be sexually satisfied just because there's no men on her island? So She does, trust me. Exactly. But the way that they perpetuated it, oh, when she met this guy now, oh, this is what she's going to want to do. Yeah, and, and I I got well, a little think, breath of that, but I get yeah. that it's Hollywood, and I'm not gonna get too you know social justicey. All I'm saying is that it was just something that kind of was like, really, I mean, I think a lot of people. So for those that haven't seen the movie, spoiler, but what happens is there's a quick brief moment where they don't actually show anything, but there's like this scene where the two of them are alone in a room. They make out for like a hot second, and then they. They they zoom out till the next morning, and you just assume that they they had they made there was a love scene in between there, and I'm glad they didn't go any more than what they did, but I'm also don't think that was necessary because at the end, what happens is she feels betrayed because he's still a human being and he does his thing, but then he kind of redeems himself by sacrificing his life, and then she you know obviously has this moment where she goes, okay, humanity is not bad, etc. They can be both bad and good, and it's wonderful, etc. But um, I don't. I think they could have done that. That whole scene would have still worked just as well if they never showed that other scene. I think it was an unnecessary scene, and Hollywood was like, do it, has to be done, at least just allude to it, because right. sex sells. And Gal Gadot is hot. But, yeah, she's beautiful. But also, yeah. I guess that the reason why they wanted to add that in is to tie in the fact that she was having a memory, and that's why it was so fond and etched into her mind, because it was so many right. years ago. So I get it. Right. So I was like, all right, I get it. I was just like, all right, this is just like, it's kind of like when you watch True Blood, and then just, you know, Sookie starts fucking some vampire, and you're like, okay, like, we were, we're trying, <laughs> you're, you were in the restaurant. Suck I don't it. know. Did you just throw ass? In? I mean, granted, those the men and, and the women and everyone in that show, they had some nice butts. And there was a butts. lot of ass. It was so, like, every time you blinked, there was an ass in your face. And it was great. Yeah. If you like butt, I mean, butt yeah. and booty. There's nothing wrong with that. By all means. But, yeah, so getting back to what what I, what kind of, like, how did I, so, so this is what kind of thing, like, I'm sitting there in the movie theater going, how did he know how to scream shield? Because at one part, he screamed shield so she could jump on the shield. And then, and, and like, kind of like this, like this double jump, I guess. 
I mean, obviously, yeah. video game talk, right? So, like, she does this one jump to get on top of the... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm only the Vana. Remember, you're the nerd. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. No, you're definitely a nerd, too. Let I, me, I, let I'm me just lying. stay in my space. I'm kidding. I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, she double jumps onto the tower and gets catches and kills a sniper, right? But my thing was, how did he know how to scream shield? Like, he doesn't know her ways of fighting. And in nowhere in the movie... Did she teach any of them to fight the way she does? So right. did she go here? These are a list of keywords I want y'all to know. Um, when you scream shield, that means I need to ju- like do a double jump. We got it. I yeah. I, mean, I think it, it could be assumed that the dude is higher than normal intelligence. That's why Wonder Woman will have any sort of like fascination for this guy in the first place so he's got to be higher than normal intelligence so and it's chris pine let's be honest it's captain kirk the new captain kirk and he's a great actor um for action movies and so i think it can be assumed that he's smart enough to, to have figured out that you know wonder woman has really high jumping abilities I mean, almost flying abilities, basically, that toward but the end of the movie. he's still super overprotective over her the entire movie. And it's so funny how his group tells him, like, well, like, in a nutshell, like, well, you know, you were, like, when she was fucking shit up, it was fine then. Like, all of a sudden now you want to pretend that she's all dainty. But I don't know if that's because he was, it's not a, it's, I don't think it was a machismo thing. I thought it was more of, like... I'm in love with her and I want to protect her kind of thing as well. But I'm there. Think, then I'm like conflicted about it because I'm like, well, why the fuck would you need to protect her? Cause she could fuck shit up. She could probably snap you in half. So, Oh yeah. The entire time you're frustrated and be like, God, get over your manhood. She's so, kick, can kick your ass. So hard. I was thinking, cause I obviously over analytically think about everything going back to the sex scene. I'm like, if she clamped, if she climate, like climaxed and then her vaginal oh muscles just, just clamped. Rip that dick, dick right off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stupid shit that's in my mind while I'm watching this movie. Because like, going back to the comic book, right? And the you know, I'm not going to lie. I had the same thought. No, I was like, did she rip his dick off, right? But um, all I'm saying is that I know that according to the graphic novel, like verse, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't she with Superman? Because he was like the only man that could kind of like, you know. There's different versions of the of what happens, but... Yeah. In one, in one, um, like, one of the storylines, story arcs, she's with Superman, and in another one, she's with Batman. I personally like the Batman one better, and I think that's what they're gonna kind of, they're kind of been implying in the the DC movie uh-huh. series. So, I I remember from what I remember growing up, Wonder Woman had like invisible, like an invisible plane like um like a way of transporting herself yeah she had an invisible jet yeah so where did that go well that the invisible jet was also like back in the day and then they kind of made it that she could fly and i think that's the way they're going in this that she can kind of fly you know i get that i get that but i mean like i i assume she flew anyway because she's part demigod right so they're but, just going to get rid of the whole invisible jet. Or maybe in the Justice League movie, Batman will just make her one. You never know. Because he got money and he loves her. And he's Batman. Yeah, I mean, that's his superpower. His <laughs> money? Yo, have you ever seen... Did you see that meme that it says everyone... They were talking about all the superpowers of Justice League. And then they were like... And then there's this little kid and he's crying. And he goes, when you realize that Batman's superpower is money. And you're like, bruh. Really? Because it kind of is I true. Need. Yeah. 
Well, he says it in the in the trailer. He's like, "Well, what's your superpower? I'm rich." Oh, what a bastard! <laughs> Who do you think has more money, Superman or Iron Man? Super? You mean Batman or Iron Man? I mean, um, yeah, Batman. Sorry, Batman or Iron Man? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with Batman. I want to say Batman, but I feel like Iron Man has regenerating money. But also, Batman has. Well, Bruce Wayne has like total like so many like co- corporations and stuff right so that's also batman, yeah batman. batman has wayne enterprises which money too is... oh you know what i think batman because batman comes from old money batman comes from really old money you think batman's saudi like he has like <laughs> saudi money he's a saudi uh saudi money is actually not old money so i don't think so um so batman does not have the arab money he he's as rich as an Arab, but I don't think he's an Arab rich. I think he's like Rockefeller or like Carnegie style, you know, like his parents made money back in like when you can make monopolies and like control the entire country and entire uh, infrastructure and be like, yo, I run steel. Nobody else runs steel except for me. That type of money. Ford money. Yeah, like Ford, like Carnegie, like Rockefeller, you know, like... uh, so, like, how much money do you think Wonder Woman has? Because if she's been on this earth for so long... None. She don't need what? no money. She's She comes from a place where they don't use money. She's like, money is a human thing. Yeah, but I mean, her outfits are really expensive. And she's like, she works in art galleries. And she's very sophisticated. And... That's true. She probably has some sort of like way to make money. You're right. I didn't think about that, but that's true. I think that um, she, like, not only... In, in the movie, it seems like her human... Her human character is a art collector, you know, and she's very like well known or like. I bet she has like thirty-five million dollars or something, some random number like that. But like in the tens of millions, where where Batman isn't definitely a multi-billionaire. I'm just curious on what her outfit's made out of that it's lasted this long because, as a woman with thunder thighs. From the Amazon. <laughs> from the Amazon. <laughs> Literally from the Amazon. <laughs> um, when my thighs rub together, uh, when, I mean, men and women or whatever you identify as, if you have thunder thighs that clap when you walk, you will also sometimes have the rips in your jeans or your whatever, your pants, where, you know, alongside. So if Wonder Woman, I'm just curious, like, her hips didn't, like, bust the seams or something, because she's kind of hippie, and that's great, you know, she's a very beautiful, alluring woman, I'm just curious, like, what is her outfit made out of, because, like, if they do sell that kind of stuff, then maybe I won't have to constantly buy clothes, and we could be, like, more sustainable, because well, that would be great. I think her outfit is, well, okay, first of all, she wears skirts. A corset? And a skirt. Uh, she wears a corset and a skirt. I want to think a skirt because... There was one scene that she kind of kicked up and she was wearing shorts, but maybe she added the shorts underneath. Maybe that's what that's what was helping her with her her um, thigh. She's rub. got. Well, okay, so there's there's Wonder Woman in the movie, right? Which is like World War One time period, and then there's future Wonder Woman where you know Batman is sending her. The, so the movie starts off again. Spoilers. The movie starts off. Batman sends her a photo, and the photo is kind of got like her and her crew, and the crew has Chris Pine in it and stuff, and the people that she fought with, and then she's got a flashback. For, that's the movie. That's the um, entire so, movie. That's the the whole movie is her flashback. 
That's right. all it is. I just want to, like, if people are trying to figure out this movie and they haven't seen it yet. Right. And so in the modern world when the Justice League movie is going to take place in that time period, she probably is like, yo, Batman, can you make some, like, special, like, whatever you did for The Flash? Like Spanx? Some Spanx? Yeah, can you, can you hook me up with some, like, you know, super low friction In the graphic underwear? novel world, though, they redid the art industry for Wonder Woman's costume was redone into leggings. Yes, that's true. But my question was, where the fuck did she put her lasso? But I, I, I just no, want to bring up one thing. I just don't know how you would pin it to leggings, though. Unless they like made like a little, I don't know, like a hole, like a keyhole kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know about the comic book, the leggings. That's a good point. She may have a utility belt type situation. But in the movie, um, I just want to bring out that like the armor she's wearing, her outfit is actually practical. So the skirt is high up. But mm-hmm. if you look at old Roman mm-hmm. legionnaires, she's like a Spartan. yeah, like if you look at like Spartans, Greeks, or like Romans, they all wore tall, high skirt type things so that they could run and jump around and stuff. So mm-hmm. actually, her armor—and I read an article about it—her armor is like realistic. Um, there's a little bit of uh, play they had, like it's strapless versus being strapped and all that. But with other than that, it's got like the shape and the 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 movement ability of. You know, like the boots are very much like gladiator boots and stuff like that. So I think they did a good job in that sense. I really like the fact that, you know, they kind of figured out, like, explained the whole color thing. Because like all the these DC movies, they're like that sepia tone, mm-hmm. sepia tone. Um, and uh, when she's in Themyscira, right, the paradise island that she's from, Amazonia... Everything is bright and beautiful and colorful, and they show her outfit for the first time early in the movie, and you see that it's bright red and bright blue, and you're like, okay, that's awesome. And then she goes to the human world, and the human world is all dull and gray. Like, the real world is dull and grayed out and sepia-toned, and that's why it doesn't in the trailers and in the thing, everything looks kind of, like, brown-shaded. But it actually is red and blue if you look at it in, like, her own home home world, which is pretty awesome. I thought that was really cool how they did that. I just her outfits and like the Amazon's outfits all remind were very reminiscent to me of Xena, and I thought that was really cool. But they're all from the same type of era of right. the whole you know like Ares, like that whole myth, like that timeline. It seems Greek that, mythology. Yeah. yeah. So that was really cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I've read a couple of articles, even like I remember when they were talking about Xena and there's a possibility of what her her outfit was, if it's practical. And it and I remember uh, a couple of articles saying that it was. So I thought that was really interesting how people have deciphered that it was. And then you're saying you're kind of reiterating the same, like echoing the same thing about Wonder Woman is because it is all very similar. The kind of like uh, I, I don't want to say course, I was like a more of like a bustling like. You know, like it holds you in, so you're not wearing a bra, which is quite restrictive. But you you have like support from the bustle itself, and right. then the, the skirt that's really free. Okay, yeah, I mean that's true, and it makes your legs move around and kick. That's why she they actually make the comment in the movie when she's trying out like the outfits of the 1920s. She's like, "How do you fight in this?" Yes. <laughs> And I thought that was a really nice, cute scene. And it was in the trailer, too, but it, seeing it again in the in the context of the movie, it was really nice. I like that. Um, I like that character that, you know, the, the other, the secretary lady. Um, I thought she was cool and how she, like, uh, kind of, like, played 
you know, the, the traditional role of, of what women were like in the 1920s and kind of like, but yeah, she sees Wonder Woman is inspired by like, yeah, why are we like this? You know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I do like when uh, Wonder Woman was going to the gala um, and she wore her sword in the back of her dress. Yeah, that was... Like an accent. It was really cool. Very... It yeah. Was, I don't know if that's, like, plausible, because I assume that the sword was really, really long, because she's not that tall. Like, her... her well, she had must have had an ability to, like, sheath it within her butt cheeks. I was just gonna say the same thing. Like, she she grab with her butt cheeks? Which, thereon, goes back to the idea of her grabbing onto her lover with her vaginal muscles. Oh, my God, imagine. Um, Jesus, poor guy. Maybe he likes it. You see? Yeah, so I mean, how sad were you when he ended up like you know going on his mission and he knew he was gonna die? I, I was not sad at all. I it was it was it was a little sad, but she had to know because. But my thing was like she, okay. So I wanted to backtrack a little bit on this because you know they meant you know Wonder Woman at that time she was like deaf because of an explosion. She was fighting, you know, Ares right, and then right. she goes a little deaf because of the the huge explosion but my thing is why would she even go deaf if she's super strong wouldn't like all her body parts be strong i guess her eardrum is still susceptible to giant massive explosions (laughs) but she's like nearly indestructible she's nearly but she's not superman strong i don't think you know like i think she's almost that strong but clearly they're not bulletproof right because like one of her own peeps gets shot so clearly she's not bulletproof so she must not be explosion proof uh and superman however is bulletproof right so i think in that dc universe superman is just like ridiculously powerful and they've kept that um Mm -hmm. and wonder woman they made more powerful than she might have been in some of the older comic books but she they made her definitely more powerful than she she need she's definitely more powerful than uh probably uh the cyborg in coming up and or aquaman right i think she's definitely after superman the second most powerful okay um what did you think about uh the fact that uh what do you think about the 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 villain in the movie that's where i really wanted to get to so aries himself Ares himself. So, so I have some opinions about that, and I wanted to hear yours first. So I just want to give a little clarity to those who are listening, that the whole point of the Amazons were training was to get rid of Ares, the god of war, that was told to them that he was the main, he was the reason why there's war on Earth by man, because of Ares' right. you know, control, and once you kill him, then the world will go back to peace, that humans are not inevitably evil creatures. They're being swayed and under the control of a god. Right, right. They kind of have the backstory where humans are actually like a perfect being created by Zeus that's loving and peaceful, and Ares corrupts them to be warlike, right? And so, like, the Amazonians believe that humans are, by their nature, actually not warlike. Yes. So, in that sense, you're thinking, well, Ares is like this huge persona huge personality you know probably really beefy you know uh wearing spartan like sandals and like a little just going with the whole costume you know idea of what because again in my mind i kind of had like 
Xena and Hercules in the back of my mind when I saw the costume and like 300 and like Spartans and stuff. So that's what I thought, you know, going with the whole like the whole theme of it. Right. So when you find out who. So so at first you're, you're thinking, well, maybe the chemist is the way that they're like alluding to it. Maybe the chemist is Aries. Maybe the the chemists. Uh, I forgot the guy, guy's name, the, the guy that actually ends up using the chemist uh, concoction of like inhaling and he becomes really strong. Maybe you're like, maybe it's him. And then you find out that it's the guy that you thought was helping out Wonder Woman and her team first. And you're like, what? But then it, it kind of became super predictable because you were like, wait, when you stop to think, you're like, wait, he's been his fingers have been in everything. So it makes sense. Right. Um, and it's, uh, you know, this British actor, uh, I think his name is I just looked it up is David Thewlis or something like that. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, yes. And it's Sir Patrick, who's like this British person. They kind of like do a little bit of a. Uh, you know, shock ending, and it's like this this you know like pr- posh, dweeby British guy who ends up being uh, a super badass Ares and gets like this armor at the end of the movie, which is a little weird. Um, my personal opinion, like, so I like that actor, right? I think he's a great actor. I just it's not what I was expecting when I was thinking about what Ares should look like and they have like this like real flashback of like Ares when he's like younger and it's the same actor and he's got like this diesel body and you know that this guy looks really weird with a diesel body I mean even if he actually right and even if he has a diesel body it looks weird on him right like he's just it's strange I'm not being I'm not being an ageist person it's just that his body structure doesn't look that way that they persona like they portrayed him when he was Ares the god so right. i think what happened was they they cgi'd his head onto a different body to make right. him look that way because he looked very different when he was fighting one right and this so, feeble little man that's in like i guess what they would consider like parliament um, yeah yeah so it was just very i i see what you're saying because it was very weird to me because i felt like it was like the reverse tweety bird like you know big head small body like in his case it was Big body, small head. It's very weird. Right. Yeah. And so I really, that's like the one, the, well, there's two things, right? The one thing we already talked about, that one scene. And then that the, the guy they chose to be Ares, I think, as a human is fine. But as Ares, it was a little awkward. Also, um, he wasn't like this really badass super badass Ares type thing that you would think and he kind of gets defeated in the end so clearly Ares is no longer a villain like she defeats and again spoilers sorry but she defeats Ares and Ares is dead but I guess the point of it was that the the true villain is not Ares that human itself humankind itself and this goes back to the thing we just talked about that war humans are not by their nature good humans are by their nature gray that they fill that the the good and the bad and all Ares was doing was kind of inspiring the the actions that humans would already be thinking he just inspires it a little bit more for them to take that extra push and go and do the acts of war and I kind of thought that that was actually really a smart way to do it um I I, I like that a lot and overall I think uh 
I think that played really well to I, the theme that they're kind of going for, and you know, in a lot of movies nowadays where it's not just good versus evil. There's like this gray area. I just wanted to echo what you were saying. I really agree. I agree with that, and I think also when Wonder Woman finally defeats Ares and she realizes that it's just humans, but you know that as an audience, she's just you could see the sadness within her. Yeah. And I felt like that part I just felt for her. Like man, yeah. your whole entire it's like when you're a kid and you find out that the adults are not supermen and superwomen. They're just fuck-ups just like you. Yeah, when you learn and that your parents like, are fallible and make mistakes. Yeah, or they can die and they're mortal and you're like fuck. Right. Like, none exactly. of us are safe. Like who like you start to really then be an adult and start to really think about what your place is in this planet, right? Yeah. And they're humans or whatever. But also, when she defeats Ares, I think Ares was also telling her the story, like, why, you know, he whispers things in their ear, in humans' ears, and gives them these ideas for war. Human nature, it is gray area. It's not good or bad. It's not really necessarily good or evil. It's more complicated than that. And that when you mix, when when, when um, beings are more emotional, you know, jealousy, envy, you know, love, hate, all these things get mulled together. So war is something like war, like that idea of war is inevitable because people want what they want. And how do you get something that you want? Like uh, people like power. They like in crowds, right? They like power. They like being heard. They like being seen. They like having money or whatever have you being stylish, having swag, whatever you want to call it. That's all like remnants of what causes war, right? Because you want something that somebody else has. Right. And, it's, and if that's considered envy or just a conglomerate of all these ideas, because obviously I am not the one to be speaking on like, I don't know, like I'm not one of those spiritual leaders or whatever that would could explain this better. But all I'm saying is that my moralistic coding is very, very uh, simple. I just do what, <laughs> like I just throw out there what I want. I do what I want. No. <laughs> I throw it out there what I want. You know what I mean? Like, you reap what you sow, but yo, if a bitch tries me, just saying. Yeah, cut a bitch. Catch Anyways. Catch these um, but I think, you know, going with that that idea, um, I thought that, you know, uh, the, the what's that? Something poison? What was it? What? Um, Dr. Poison? Yeah, right? Dr. So, Poison. How cool was her character, oh, though? Oh, she was awesome. So that was, was one of one. the redeeming moments of the the villains in the movie, I thought. Because, mm-hmm. like, the, Ares was kind of one-dimensional. And I thought that uh, uh, the other guy, the other Nazi, not Nazis, the Axis. So this, like, it's World War One, so there's no Nazis. But the the German general guy, he was kind of, like, the obvious evil German general. Um, but Captain Poison, they or what not get Dr. Poison, the way they did that, I thought was really cool because she kind of had three to more depth. Like there was vulnerability in why she was evil. Not she wasn't just evil because uh, she was a, a, an evil person, but it was like there was like this vulnerable. She felt wronged and she was fighting for her, her, her wrongness and her twisted face. And she's, and for those who've seen the movie know this for those who's not and you don't care that we're spoiling it. She has like this burnt out face and she wears this mask to cover it up. Um, but she, you know, and she's kind of like in love with the general, the, the German general kind of, um, to kind of 
imply that. They don't really show anything like that because she's all twisted and stuff. But I like the the fact that they kind of made her a villain. And I love when they do that with villains. Is they get out of that black and white area and they kind of make them real. I like, but I don't, I don't really feel like anyone's a real true villain. I feel that um, people that's my have, point. People have, and, and that's what I was reiterating. I'm just stating like why I think this way. It's just that I feel like because people have their experiences or because they've lose, lost faith in trying to do as much as good, you're just like, well, how many children will die, or how many people will slaughter people, or how many horrible instances will happen. Until you become to realize that human beings are a fucking plague. I mean, majority of science fiction, they come to this conclusion, whether it be... And this is a very common theme within technological sci-fi. Right, exactly. Not to quote BSG or, you know, it seems like always the tech always sees humanity as this virus. And we just can't... We're we're in their eyes. Yeah, completely like replicative like cancer. And so the best way to just like snuff it out is just to obliterate the whole thing right whether right. i agree with that or not as a human being i don't agree with that in the sense of i don't want to die but um before my time but uh i i could see why you know sometimes you turn on the news or hearing about disasters that are not like these these unnecessary disasters you're just like really like maybe we should just get snuffed out like really i just yeah. feel like we're just right doomed to do that right yeah Yeah. all this stuff like you know child abuse you know all these types of like all these types of things like like rape all these like yeah yeah like these triggers that make people so uncomfortable that constantly happen still to this day that you think you know maybe our society is getting smarter collective like our collective conscious is getting smarter or more intelligent more empathetic that we're getting more, you know, linked within our social medias and things like that. It's just like, man, this world still is so fucked up. And I feel like more fucked up just, I don't know if it's the more fucked up things are happening or it's the fact that we have so much connections to everybody that we see all the fucked up things happening. Yeah. All I mean, the same I think, time and becoming more desensitized to it, you know? Yeah, we, we could totally debate um, and we could debate for days and months and years whether humans are worse today than they were or are humans better and we just know more so we see about it more mm-hmm. and I, I don't really want to get too much into that but yeah um no the whole reason why i said that was i yeah. just wanted to explain this in like a yeah more exactly broader sense of why i don't believe that there's actually a true villain um, right i mean even the evil like it gods and you know I'm, I'm saying in air quotations gods and you know things like that are still like seen like the evil gods are seen as they were once in heaven or whatever you know that heaven type of thing and then they fall because they realize that humans it's always the same theme like the same pattern that humans are the the demise of why these gods choose to you know choose another side and say well this is ridiculous why are the gods totally protecting these humans when all they are is destruction complete destruction and doom not only to themselves but to the universe that they've you know the gods have made you know, and then they become, they kind of like spit at the same gods that give them bread. And these are in the, the universes of that, like, you know, the major gods type of thing, right? Like right. stories and mythos. So with that said, I feel like with, you know, um, the chemist, her her uh, particular uh, character, she, I want to say, is my favorite character in the entire movie. Aside, and I mean, From I like Wonder Woman, Woman, but I would say Wonder Woman's like my third favorite. It would be the chemist. Claire, who died, right? I don't even know. Uh, horrible <laughs> to not know her actual like name. Um, Princess but Buttercup. Cool. 
She's not even prin- You guys know what I mean. Like her and then Wonder Woman, right? So although I love Wonder Woman, I just feel like the chemist, she was just so... Not only was she such a strong woman, she was so fucking smart. And like there was just something so beautifully repulsive about her face. Yeah. You know? that I thought they did a great job with her. I thought that she was definitely a redeeming character as far as like what made that movie different than other DC movies so far. Um, Definitely, I have to say this definitively so far is out of all the DC movies in this new DC verse that have come out, it is the best by far. Yeah, I would, I agree. Um, Um, I I just think that I hope, well, there's one part that Wonder Woman has the the chance of killing her and she doesn't. Yeah. And I really like that part because I didn't want the chemist to die. Yeah. I kind of want her to be the Joker in the Wonder Woman verse. Like, just always there. Yeah, well, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, she's human and not... But what I think is cool is that... um, Is that... What, back going back to the theme you were talking about, that, you know, humans are like a cancer device. I thought, I thought it was really cool that Wonder Woman at the end figures out that that's not true. That, yes, humans are capable of vast evil the world war one itself was vastly evil and pointless but that at the same time they're capable of great love and compassion and self-sacrifice with the very end of the movie and i i just really like the way that the movie brought those two themes together that yes we're evil and we're good and we're kind of you know the we're not gods in that sense we are we are humans as we know them we are flawed both good and evil and both can accomplish wonders in both ways you know negative and positive that's so beautiful while you're yeah. saying that i don't know if the listeners can hear the fireworks going off in my backyard they're not mine guys they're my neighbors who are really really cool and it is fourth of july so there's a lot of things happening so if you hear a couple of explosions speaking of which actually that actually makes me think of something today is the fourth of july people are going to be hearing this uh next week uh, after the fourth of july but I, I saw some criticisms of the movie, and clearly they're coming from the type of people I don't like to hang out with anyways, but um, the fact that Wonder Woman's outfit kind of erased the whole, like, America theme that Wonder Woman kind of has in the comic book with the stars on it. She was um, supposed to be reminiscent of American. I, I mean, like, I get that with Captain America, duh, but I do not see that with Wonder Woman. I thought, I mean, she came from Amazonia. Yeah, and I agree with you, but um, some people were like, oh, they erased that. With that said, I, I just want to bring up something, and as you as a South American are going to find this funny. Um, the flag of Venezuela mm-hmm. is red. It's uh, not red. It's Yeah, sorry. It's red, yellow, and blue, and the blue has white stars in it, and Wonder Woman has no white in her outfit other than the stars. So... This, it's funny because it's her outfit, even though everybody's like, oh, it's America, it's America for her old outfit. It's really more like Venezuela's flag, <laughs> which is yellow, red, blue, and it has white stars. It's pretty funny. Because <laughs> she's from the Amazon forest, duh. This is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and Amazon jungle is program. in Venezuela. <laughs> God. It's either she's part Brazilian, Venezuelan, and Guyanese. That hello, oh, yeah. she has. To, oh my like, god! Imagine they actually sense. picked a Guyanese actress. I don't know. That would. That, I mean, she'd be tall. A lot of Guyanese women are very tall. My mom's six feet tall. She's an what? Actress. 
Yeah, I told you, I'm the short one in my family. I'm only How come your mom isn't Wonder Woman in the movie? My mom is too old to be Wonder Woman. She's not a demigod, and she... I mean, I don't think she wants to kill the planet. I think she wants to feed some of it, and then maybe... You know what I mean? I hear you. <laughs> like, she doesn't... Like, she, in Amazons, they feel like men are not deserving of Amazons. My mom is like, men are deserving of my food. Yeah. But not all men, and not all women, but some. <laughs> <laughs> some are deserving. So, Only some are deserving of her chomin. <laughs> <laughs> so your 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 mom and dad are both agricultural. We know this. They love yeah. to cook. They love to feed. And they're like pissed off that you can't make curry. They're not pissed off because, like you know, like typical brown parents, it's like that's that's their looming. Oh, they, she still needs us. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and and I play into it because I know the concept of doing it, but it's like. Why would I want to do it if they're going to do it for me? Yeah. I don't want to fuck up their You can do it. Cycle. You just don't want to show them that you can do it Dude, because I can do you want them to do it. I can do curry chicken. Chicken curry. Whatever. Yeah. Chicken curry, curry chicken. I'm only saying curry, well, the flip and both because, you know, a lot of our listeners are also Trinidadian and they'll chew me out. for. They're like, they'll, they'll listen to the whole podcast and they'll say, oh, I agree with everything, but you couldn't say chicken curry right or curry chicken right. I'm like, I, I don't know, man. It's... It just tastes good. That's all I know. But anyway, we don't even call in in, ba- in the East India. We don't even call it curry. To be honest with you, we don't use the word. I mean, we use curry for as a spice. As this, but we don't call our dishes curry, right? It's pretty interesting. That's you just another call interesting it thing. Well, we, we like chicken masala or chicken korma or you know like garai chicken or kadai chicken, depending on which uh, dialect you're speaking. Uh, this is for North Indians and Pakistani specifically. I think South Indians have, uh, their own languages and I don't want to definitely offend any South Indians who are listening. So please don't take offense. Um, I'm not, I, I, I'm definitely don't know anything other than the North Indian way of saying these things. So apologize for that. Um, but yeah, we don't say curry chicken. We say, you know, like whatever, Chicken salad. Salad is like a, a gravy. We're like chicken with salad, man. No, no big deal. Got it. I don't right? know. I just, I just think people go too crazy. But again, we always end up on food, regardless. But going well, back to Wonder we're, Woman, we're, we're South Asian. We love food. This is going to be true. a constant theme. That's true. Um, true. Actually, I want to actually ask you the question. Okay, so, um, in comic book movies, there's a lot of comic book movies. If you're going to rate this movie with other comic book movies out of a zero to 10, what would you rate this movie? A solid eight. A solid eight. Okay. I was going to say an eight, 8.5, right? Because I feel like if you're talking about, it's an origin story. So right off the bat, very few origin story movies can ever get the, the 10 level what and was the, the ne- nine, nine and a half level, whatever. We have erased the Wolverine movie. All I Which know one? is the, the origin of Wolverine. That to me is like a two, a solid two. That's a negative (laughs) ten. How dare you? Uh, I watched the whole thing just hoping that it would get better. No. Yeah, I I would say that I kind of put the Batman Superman movie at that same level as well as the Wolverine. And then X-Men 3 was also just horrible. I Horrible. didn't see it, and I love X Men. Everyone, I love everyone X-Men who knows too. me, I love like upset. I wrote my master's thesis majority <laughs> on X Men. <laughs> That's never. I take it back. You're the geek, and I'm the Vana. <laughs> no, 
it was for psychological. I mean, I could get into that more in detail later on. But yeah, I had this. We should whole... do a podcast about that, about X Men. Yeah. Oh man, that could be numerous podcasts. You don't even know. You don't even know what kind of like bot like whole bucket of worms you're going oh to. Oh my open. god! Yeah. So <laughs> of information on X-Men because like X-Men verse keeps coming and what we know is different from the newer generations that are coming like the new generations of the comic books that are coming up as well right there's so much more and I'm like I stop like my knowledge stops at like maybe I want to say like 20 like 2005 2004 (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like a time where I stopped buying comic books except for the Kamala Khan Kamala Khan Miss Marvel comic books. Which Wolverine um, ends up being in. So, yeah. So I haven't gotten that so... far yet. Spoilers. It's not that far in. You're I know, like, I know, I know. I, I, but... I need to just get them. I, I only yeah. got... I... Do they have a collection? Have they made a, like, a, a graphic novel collection of them all yet? I want to say yes, but I've act... they do for the first couple of series. I don't know about the second graphic novel, but I did read them off the Comixology app. So, oh, okay. I actually yeah. own the first two and I had them all like like in the wrapped up in like the, the I loved the, her enough to thing. make her I was dressed up as Kamala Khan. The first year her comic book was dropped, I was her for Comic-Con and no one knew oh, who I the remember. fuck I was. Like no one knew the, who the fuck I was. What? They were like, "What?" There was one guy that was like, oh, "You're Miss Marvel," but he was a comic book artist. Oh my god. I'm and... I would love to see that turned into a series or a cartoon or a movie. Oh my god, that would be so awesome! What? Guess who's Patty's cosplay? <laughs> Just no, kidding. no, no, Kamala Kamala Khan as a uh, as like that that version of Miss Marvel would be turned because they're making a Miss Marvel movie, but it's like the original Miss mm-hmm. Marvel. Oh, gotcha. Who turns into Captain Marvel? Right. Who turns into Captain Marvel eventually? Right, and like the passes her torch to Kamala Khan. To the brown girl. Let's, yes, let's be realistic. Is... The white lady that passes a torch to a brown girl. That eats Who, bacon. To be fair, is a 16-year-old girl. She's so badass that even at 16, she's ready to be... Take on the mantle of And I just feel like as an East Coast brown girl, from one East Coast brown mm. girl to another East Coast brown girl, do your thing, girl. Do mm. your thing, boo-boo. So awesome. So and the fact awesome. that she's from Jersey and she has that badass like East Coast attitude and she's brown and she has that brown girl attitude, the combination mm. just melds so perfectly. cool. Yeah, I can't wait till that somebody actually picks that up and decides to turn that into. They should totally make her into. Cartoon. I don't. Whatever happened to that idea of making cartoons into these characters? Like when we were growing up, it was like you had like almost everything on TV that was yes superhero X Men. In the 90s, that X-Men 90s cartoon is like one of the greatest things ever created. Exactly. We can go on and on and about that, but we're definitely going to podcast later about that. But I just wanted to go back to the, the idea where we, where we started off about Wonder Woman, you know, how the villainry and how like her, like her attitude and everything that was just really cool and summing up what that movie was like. Like we both, I want to say like we both said eight, right? Like a good eight out of 10. And I think that's a really yeah. good I think that's yeah. a really good score. I I only say eight because it's not a movie that I wanted to watch again. I'm definitely gonna watch it again. I mean, if oh. it's on TV, I'm like or Netflix, I'll probably watch it. But it's not something that I want to go. Oh shit! I really want to rewatch that. It's so the way I put it, the way I think of it is so. I don't know if you saw them, but the first Captain America movie and the first Thor movie, um, 
They're origin stories as well. They're really good, but they're like a 7.5 to me. I think Wonder Woman, this is better than those two, but it's no Winter Soldier. It's no Avengers. It's not that level yet. I did like Thor, and I do agree with you. I like the second Thor more than the first Thor. Um, Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman is better. I think the next Wonder Woman movie, and she's already having an idea, the the director, uh, I think her name is Patty, um, (laughs) which is pretty funny. it's P-A-T-T-Y. Um, she's already thinking of the next movie, and she, I saw an article. She had an epiphany where, like, I don't need to make a Wonder Woman movie that kind of, like, follows up the story and, no. like, continues on. I can make another independent Wonder Woman movie, and I, I think that's just the best because we all know these origin stories, and I think, you know, the new Spider-Man movie that's coming out, same thing. They're not doing an origin story. I'm kind of bored of origin stories. We've Same. seen them. I don't need another Batman origin story. I don't need another Superman. I understand because Wonder Woman has never been made into a movie before, so we kind of needed that origin story. But I'm really excited about seeing another Wonder Woman movie standalone that just shows something that's like a unique story in the in the verse that they have created over the years. Agreed. I do agree with everything you just said. I think that if she made an independent movie on wonder woman currently or like for the past couple of years what she's been doing i think that's amazing yeah it would be I so like awesome because of the fact that wonder woman does not age and she's like practically yeah. immortal she's, she's half you know? god yeah she constantly has different lives different you know um maybe like even if they did like like a tomb raider-y type of theme of her like grabbing an artifact that you know may change the world in a certain way because you know how these superheroes like movies have very similar themes right right um finding an artifact that she would be the only one to read the ancient scriptures or something like that that would be really really cool yeah there's a lot of ways they can go and i think the fact that this the director who's going to do wonder woman 2 again uh i think that she had this epiphany that she can make a movie that doesn't have to sit no as like a continuation like a, cause a lot of these movies they do that right they like continue yeah. on to the next obvious point and they didn't really do that like, the gods are dead in this in this movie the gods are dead um there's Except no zeus Ares. Ares, well, she, no, she kills Ares, so the she gods are now him. dead so they can kind of move on and get but past she's half the gods so there's probably more their other half gods because i'm sure gods are boinking a lot of the mortals but yeah zeus definitely got around you know <laughs> even with his family yeah, he didn't. He was not a. Hera was his sister. We're not. We're not yeah. telling you things you don't know. <laughs> right, he was definitely not um, monogamous. No. <laughs> so, but... yeah, I'd give it a solid eight, eight, maybe an eight point five. Uh, I probably an eight. I would say a solid eight. That's a good number. I agree with you, and I think you know something we should probably continue to do. I think moving forward, if we talk about other movies in the future, we should, we should try to rate these things with a number and i think the zero to ten or like Mm -hmm. a uh uh, maybe out of a hundred maybe it's an 82 it's a little bit better than a b minus such a brown person you just totally i I saw what you were doing there and i was like why did you just give her a b like all i hear is our uncles going i'm not giving her a b i'm giving the movie a b i think wonder woman as a character is a 10 i mean she is what's her name gal gadot gal gadot Sorry, I totally butchered her name. But Whatever. Yeah, I give her a 10. 
I think her acting was really good. For someone I've never seen in any other thing before, when, I liked her a lot. When they first but announced her to be Wonder Woman, when they first announced her to be Wonder Woman, I have to say, I honestly had my doubts. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? She's she's no Linda Blair. What are you doing? I know. I love Linda Blair. Oh, Linda Blair God. gets a 40 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She gets A++++. plus plus plus. Yeah. So I think with that said, Patty, we've uh, we've reached our hour and we've talked about the movie and we've given our rating. I think we've kind of run the gamut of any ideas. If we have any follow-up questions, please, audience, uh, get back to us with comments and questions and we can probably spend some time and answer them in the near future. But um, I yeah, think it's, uh, it's 4th of July and I want to go see some fireworks. Awesome. <laughs> and in the meantime, if you wanted to interact with us we're on instagram and twitter at the same handle at nerdvana nyc and you could definitely shoot us messages johnny and i will both answer you uh definitely i know johnny does more of the twitter stuff because i'm not big on twitter more i'm i'm more on the gram and facebook you're you're definitely the facebook and definitely as well on the Facebook as well just search us up as nerdvana nyc we just want to make sure that you find us because nerdvana like makes you find other things and so like even googling nirvana nyc you can definitely see our instagram or twitter our facebook because i've actually googled us to see what our hits are like just to make it easier on you guys and easier just to find us and find our stuff and also to to listen to other episodes go to nirvana.nyc or you can actually use the podbean website or the app and just search up nirvana and we come up right away yeah, and we're going to be going to, to iTunes real soon and Google Play real soon. And I'm going to do some research and see how we can get ourselves in some of the other podcasting applications that are out there. Well, once we have an RSS feed um, and our, our um, logo that's still in the we're currently in the works for, um, everything will be everywhere. It will be plastered everywhere. And you're, you're going to see us everywhere. And then yeah, you're going to get... totally donate to us and get Star Wars stuff for Johnny and our supposed studio. Yeah, and we're gonna give out uh, prizes and stuff for for our for our uh, our funders and backers. Our funders, our backers. We're gonna get a Patreon. We're gonna do all the good stuff that normally everybody does. So sure. keep in touch, keep in keep in keep listening, and uh, keep the comments and the love and the support and every all comments. We are totally for it. What you feel like any kind of criticism? You feel like we could be doing better if we sound kind of spaced. We can't help it. I have a very short attention span as a Drosophila. So, you know, things may be hard for a a kid like me who has a four-second attention span. But, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And there's topics if you guys want us to kind of go more detail for or, you know, just funny things that you you noticed. We totally love that. So keep them coming. Definitely. All right, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye, Patty. Thank you. Bye, guys. We time darkness. We hide in darkness. My soul, my abyss. I kill with the kiss. And if you